Good morning. What's up? What's going on? Another week day of extreme sports with your boy Big T, King Seeds, Martin's Matt. Uh, right here or on the radio AFS radio dot com. Uh take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back, get things popping today. And good morning to everyone who is listening and let's get this thing started. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information. Or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765-239-9668. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk. All right, good morning, everybody. Good morning to my co-host, King Seas. What up, Seas? Hey, what's going on, bro? Good morning. Good morning. Ah, had to stretch, get up. It's bright and early <laughs> to get things going. Uh, so, uh, um, before we talk about the NFL, um, I was on Facebook a while ago, and one of the uh, Redskins fans brought up a great question, something you might like um, <laughs> about the Kirk situation. And uh, and I had to agree with this person. Uh, her name is Brittany Donald. She's a big Redskins fan. Um, that in the last 25 years, who has been the most productive quarterback for the Washington Redskins? And I hate to be in the, I, I I hate to be embarrassed and say there has not been no quarterback been that productive as Kirk Cousins. And we talk yeah. about how yeah, they need to pay Kirk Cousins and stuff like that. And how what's going on, why the team you know, they haven't taken care of him. And sitting there thinking about what she said, I'm looking back to Jason Campbell, uh, Mark Brunel, uh since Mark Rizzin, the Super Bowl era it has not been no productive quarterback for the Washington Redskins. 
and I hate to say even going to the Dallas Cowgirls, <laughs> they had Cowboys. Tony Romo. But I I I hate to say it, and I have to admit she's right that it has not been no productive quarterback since he has became a Washington Redskins. So you see that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, y'all haven't had a good quarterback since since Bill Williams, man. And Kurt, Kurt Cousins is, yeah, Bill Williams for that year. <laughs> that year y'all won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Man, you were Ever since then, man, I feel, I feel like, I feel like it's a, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what I felt like. I just felt like that it was a curse for them. Because I ain't like how they did uh I ain't like how they did uh, Bill Williams, man. And that thing been heavy on my head ever since then. You know what I'm saying? I celebrated. Yeah. I celebrated with the uh, with the Redskins when they won. I ain't even gonna lie because it was I was a young kid, a young black male at the time, and and it was odd to see a black quarter male quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Do this thing yeah. in the NFL like that. So I celebrated with them guys. You know what I'm saying? Just for them to get rid of him the next year. And I felt like it was unfair. So yeah. I know that uh only reason he got the opportunity was because uh was it Riggins who were hurt at that time? Or who who was your quarterback? Jay Who? Jay Yeah, yeah, he got Yeah, yeah, he got hurt or something, right? And they had to put yeah. Doug in. And Doug ended up getting you know what I'm saying, taking him to the So I felt like he had won that starting position, man. I just felt I didn't like the uh Redskins ever since then. Well, you, you, brought, you brought a great point. If people will go back and look at um, Doug Williams, uh, what's it called, Made for America, uh, when NFL Network do the Super Bowl, uh, go back and do the Super Bowl, what is it, uh, America, Made for America or something like that, when they do the Super Bowl, talk about the past Super Bowl, where they talk about the past Super Bowl, and you brought a great point up that Doug Williams, was done dirty, and Doug talked about how really Jay Schrader was at that time was the main quarterback, and they were going back and forth with him and Jay. And it, Joe Gibbs was like, you know, I think Jay was trying to really because he was most people. If you on the con, uh, contract, you're a prick, and Jay Schrader was a prick. He was that type where. It's, he go run the team and he go do it his way, things like that. So Jason, yeah. people don't know Doug was about to get traded to the Raiders, and his it was it was just Joe Gibbs just had to sign the paper. When Joe Gibbs decided not to sign the paper, he said he told Doug Williams that I feel like you go win me a Super Bowl. He said I'm not gonna sign it, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Doug. Doug said he looked at him like, what are you talking about? He said, I just feel like you're going to win me a Super Bowl. And I think on two games later, Doug came in, and ever since then, he won the Super Bowl that year. So, yeah. That was a, yeah, yeah, you brought a good point. But like like she said, I, I go back to RG3, and I was thinking, I told her, you know, I was telling her, that team of they got RG three everything he needed. That team we had some big receivers that year, the two thousand twelve year. 
and you can go to Garcon, Santana Moss, uh, 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 I forget number eleven, number fifteen, and but all all they received was a big, and they got everything he needed to fit his system. They haven't got Kurt nothing he needed to do anything with. I feel even with Deshaun Jackson leaving, but you had to look at that. RG three got Deshaun Jackson down there to yeah. play with him. So, I, I I see what she's saying. Like I said, even like I always say that Tony, even going back to Tony Romo, I I hate to say Dallas Cowboys, but Dallas Cowboys always got Tony Romo anything he needed to make that team successful. And that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do as a uh, head coach, and that's what you got to do as a team owner. You got to get those pieces that they need, man. Unless unless your goal is just to be in the competition, hopefully you'll win. You know what I'm saying? Hoping that you'll win it, or if your goal is to win it, you know what I'm saying? So you, it can, you can tell who really wants to win it and who really doesn't because of the money they're putting yeah. in investing in their team. You know what I'm saying? And then and the work that they put around their 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 work. I mean their uh, players. So yeah. yes, you can tell you can tell Patriots. Patriots yeah. keep a winning environment, you know. Yeah, very true, very yeah. true. Um, even with um, even with going looking at Jerry Jones, and I I agree mm-hmm. with you on that. Jerry Jones, um, Jerry Jones is a face of the NFL. You hate to say it, he's a cowboy, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry is the face of the NFL. But Jerry has gotten. Hey, if I need somebody, if I even if I don't make the Super Bowl, I'm gonna make my team irrelevant. My team goes, you yeah. know, they're gonna be talking about, and I'm gonna bring the players in that they need, and he has done that. Daniel Snyder, yeah. he got the money, he hasn't done it, and he uh, he hasn't he hasn't done it. He just he put the best year we had was 2012. Of, of superstars, and even with Kurt, well, like I was saying, the you like when he bought the you like the era <laughs> after that Tampa Bay game, they lost one game. You should have built from that. Yeah. You know, and he, uh, cause I think we went on like a six game, uh, won like six out of the last seven games and made the playoffs. Then you lose to uh, Green Bay, and you didn't build for that. You just went downhill. So I I really agree with on that. We haven't had nobody. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's, let's go back to the coaching, man. It, I mean, yeah. I really don't want y'all to do nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm happy, glad y'all the way y'all is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Yeah, yeah, I gotta have some. Yeah, I want. I do. I do at least want to have a good, you know, say a good competition of season out of you. Which y'all do. Yeah. I mean, y- y'all, y'all be having pretty decent seasons, even with the uh, controversy and and, and 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 the mediocre play that y'all be having. Y'all still end up somehow coming up with a okay season. You know, what I'm saying as far as okay, we can build off of this season. But it's always yeah. a build off of a season. You know what I mean? We need a you need a constant yeah, need another season that you know what I'm saying, a season where well, okay, we improved this year. 
I just don't have yeah. a seat. I don't see that from y'all. Uh, yeah, and I, and I was so hurt. I, I mean, yeah, same thing with the Cowboys. We have a a bunch of names, cool, but production-wise, they haven't done they haven't done half of what they need to do to be productive and to be a Super Bowl squad. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, as far as that that one person throwing off the whole team situation, that's possible, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, when we lost. Is it yeah, Elliot, we lost it seemed like we lost the team. But then yeah. they start getting into the they start coming back to themselves, like, okay, we can do this without him. And then when he came back it seemed like it messed the kinda of, kinda of messed the chemistry up again. So yeah. I don't know what to say about our guys, man. But hopefully we'll get it together this year. I get tired uh, of saying that every year. But. <laughs> yeah. Well you you gotta look at that whole NFC East and and I, what I'm going back to saying about that is that NFC East always got to be irrelevant. Even from the document there, they were Philly, um, Dallas was popular, New York Giants were winning the Super Bowl, and then, like I said, then there was us. And we always looked at, was looked at as a team on the back last. We in the NFC East, but hey, we, they don't think nothing about this. And I, Max Kellerman was talking about that one night, one day, and I say, you know, you know, you want to feel like he's wrong, but he was right. That yeah. you know, look at the teams that you got the Giants always relevant, the Cowboys were always relevant, even the Eagles were always relevant, and then you look at it, just us. We were just that yeah. team was there. <laughs> keep compete and play, and you know how you gonna keep doing that every single year with stability on on a consistent. This NFC East, anybody go back in the days since the eighties and nineties was one of the top top knock you down uh, divisions out there. So how you just gonna yeah? How you just gonna sit back and not do that? And not stay competitive against anybody else. So I, I had to agree with on this. So, well, it was it was a good conversation. That's how I had to sit there and think about. It. I said she is exactly right. So, oh, uh, uh, so let's get into the games of yesterday. Um. Even with Saturday, I did, I missed Saturday games. And um, did you see any? Saturday, what, the football game? Yes, yeah, NFL game. Yeah, I seen them. Yeah, I watched them all. Well, I went back okay. over, at least highlighted them. If I didn't see them all, I at least highlighted the game. And I basically, okay. you know what I'm saying, all this weekend. Okay. Uh, the Tennessee and Kansas City game. I saw some highlights of um, Kansas City had an 18-point lead. Um, then Tennessee's Derrick Henry, I think this is it. Derrick Henry just took over 23 yards, 20 carries for 157 yards, 156 yards. What was going on yeah. in that game? Man, Tennessee just woke up out of nowhere. <laughs> you know I don't know what happened because – it was a good game, too, though. I mean, it was actually a game to me because I really, you know what I'm saying, I don't really care for the Tennessee Titans or the, or the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying, either one. I was just into, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the play of the game. And like I said, the Chiefs went up, what, 
21 to 3 at the half. Yeah. Yeah. And then score again. <laughs> then score again for the rest of the game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just crazy. Like Tennessee defense stepped up, and then they started coming. So they did, well, they got a, finally got a, a field goal at the end of the quarter. They made it what twenty one to three, and they just mm-hmm. went from there. They came out in the third quarter and scored a touchdown. And then they came in the fourth and scored and, uh, those field goal. That field goal. I feel like I don't know. It was a good game, man. And I expect I expect nope. the Kansas City to uh, really beat those guys. Yeah, and Kansas City had, had a little a little curse on there as well. Last a uh, couple times they have gotten the playoffs, they had they have been I think excellent the first series the first uh, game, but last couple times they've been in the playoffs. So, and you expect they were having a great season at first and shit they. You talk about they probably making the Super Bowl run. Now they're talking about uh, uh, trading Alex Smith and giving the keys to the young kid from Texas Tech next year. So mm-hmm. I wonder why Alex, Alex Smith could not never stay nowhere though. Because <laughs> he's not a he's not a really a, a, a franchise quarterback. Yeah, he don't. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's not a a, a Steve Young or. Guys, he they came from that that mold maybe, but he's just not consistent enough. That's just in my perspective. Yeah, because yeah, he been he been in league been in league about eleven years now, right? So close to that. Uh, at least ten. I know at least ten. Yeah, it's been close. So he uh, you know, his name is done popped up on training rooms um. Whoever can you know who need his services and stuff like that, and and then you seeing these uh, young quarterbacks that are coming out of college that have all most features going on them now. I think it was that uh, what he did last year, making a whole lot of uh, people take notice of the young quarterback because you know you usually you sit them down and let them run behind some, you know for another year a year or two. Yeah. But, hey, well, he's done last I feel like he, he would have been a perfect fit in Philly. And Philly needed that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a, that was a, he's, a, he's the type of quarterback that if your starter get hurt, then he's the one that you want to rely on. He's he's one of those guys. He's a great yeah. secondary quarterback. But yeah. to lead a team, I don't think he has it. And to lead a team for 17, 16, 17 weeks, I don't think he has uh, day in and day out. But he yeah, can show up during during big games. Yeah. That's true. That's just my opinion, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, looking on the other side, Tennessee, Mar- uh, Marcus Marriott, you know, he did his thing in his first uh, playoff with what this is second year, right? Third year. Third year. Third year in the league, uh him and uh James Winston came in at the same time. And uh, he already made it to the playoffs. I, I I know I'm just I'm jumping off with Jameson, but I always felt like, and I tell anybody, Jameson's a good quarterback, but something wrong with the brother. <laughs> I, <was laughs> <trying to like. laughs> I said, as you as somebody they jumped on my back about saying it, but hey, he shows himself, and I like I said. He his emotions. He got he let his emotions take over everything, 
And yeah. sometimes you, you know, you got to sit back and just chill and just like, you know, I feel this way, but I can't show it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but hey, he has made, you know, got his first playoff win. Um, a very balanced game with what I saw. So, you know, bigs up Tennessee. They came back and got that win. Uh, Atlanta, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Atlanta uh, and the Rams. Uh, uh, it was a pretty decent game what I saw. It was, I'm, I'm looking at looking at the stats. I'm like, well, the Rams got must, you know, made a whole lot of mistakes and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm looking at their stats though. As the offense, offense did what they need to do, but they didn't put up no points. Because yeah. you know, Ty Gurley, yeah, Ty Gurley had like a hundred and twenty something yards rushing. Uh, golf, he didn't make no mistakes. He just they couldn't produce. You know what you see out there? Yeah, they, they got set. They got set out in two quarters, the uh, first and the third. They got yeah. set out those two quarters, and they really they barely scored a field goal in the third. So, and the, the offense didn't really play until in the, except in the second half, I mean, second period, second quarter. That's the only yeah. time that they really showed up. That's in my, you know, what I'm saying from my perspective. But, uh, Falcons came through that play this year. I mean, they played throughout the whole game. All they yeah. needed was maybe a couple of scores in between, you know what I'm saying, in the first and the third quarter, and you got a whole different ball game. But the uh, Falcons scored at least two field goals or a touchdown in each quarter. Yeah. So Looking at the stats, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah you, got to, you got to match up. Yeah, you got to come with it. You got to match the, their offense with their offense. You know what I'm saying? With their defense, you got to match it. You got to stand up when they stand up. You know what I'm saying? They just yeah. – St. Louis just wasn't tough enough for Atlanta this year. Yeah. But I like Hurley, man. Hurley is a a great back back there, man. I've seen a couple of his runs, man. He's, man, they're going to be tough, man. (laughs) But that was just, that was Yeah. Looking at the stats, uh, you know, Jared Goff outplayed Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan, 21 for 30 for 218, one touchdown. Jared Goff, 259, one touchdown. Uh, Ty Gurley, he outrushed uh, Freeman. Uh, Ty Gurley had 14 carries for 101 yards. Freeman had 18 carries, 66 yards. The stats are there, yeah. but they just couldn't produce. <laughs> yeah. The red zone, I guess they wasn't getting it in in the red zone. Man. Yeah. I think the last part. And the last part, they was trying. They had to. They had to go for it, and they couldn't. They couldn't produce. So that red zone was a mm-hmm. problem for them. They gonna have to work on that red zone offense during the off season. Yeah, and I and I think the Rams are. They got what they need. Uh, they are young, a young, uh, talented team. And you know, sometimes you see you looking at what these teams will do the next year. And hopefully they can just keep producing because they got a real talented team with a smart coach and you know yeah. young you know uh, defenses uh, spread out pretty good. So hey, you never never know with the Rams. Well, how far do you think Atlanta can go? 
Who they play next? They play um, um Minnesota, I think. Yeah, they do play Minnesota. They go to Minnesota next. I feel they can beat the Minnesota so the Vikings. After they beat the okay. Vikings, then they would have, they would have to go against. Let me see if I can find a playoff tree. Uh, I mean, I don't see. There's a possibility that they can make it back to the Super Bowl this year. No, okay. I mean, they did it last yeah. year. They did yeah. it last year, and they really, they really have a, they really have a, 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 a show they need to put on, man. They really got to straighten their face, man, because they was there. You had everything you needed in this first half in the Super Bowl. You don't let that. That's the most. Maybe the most historical comeback in Super Bowl history. You know what I'm saying? You let that happen to you. So you got to get, you know. I take that bet. You're right, but they go to Philly. The Saints go to Minnesota. So the Falcons go to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, the Saints go to Minnesota. You're right. You're right, because they said it last night after this game. Yeah, think about that, too. Okay, so they'll beat Philly without wins. I feel like they'll beat Philly without wins. Yeah, they put them in the perfect situation. Yeah, they really did put them in a good situation to advance. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they can make it back to the to the bowl again. Yeah, they can make it back to the bowl again. I see. And yeah. so after they beat Philly, they would have to play. Uh, I want to say either Pittsburgh. Would it be Pittsburgh? No, or they have to play Saints or Minnesota. Yeah. The guy from the Saints in the Minnesota. And then again, I see them beating the Saints or Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I feel like they can make it to the league. I mean, like I said, to the to the big dance one more time. It's true because uh, they had they beat the Saints. They beat the Saints uh, one time this year. They won one one. Uh, they haven't played Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota dangerous. They can be beat, but you got the. Mm. You got to play them um, field for field. You know, you got to step for field. Cause they, if they, can, they can't get away from you if you let them uh, – or number 19, the white guy. Now, that's a bad yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about it, this, this is a play – that's a different environment. Now, this is a playoff. This playoffs and when to go home. And the Vikings yeah. have shown that <laughs> – I mean, besides when they had, you know, uh, Brett Favre down there, and, uh, I don't know, man. This it should be a good, it should be a good one. You know what I'm saying, but I still, I think that Falcons might edge them out this year if they make it to, yeah. to that. If they, if they even make it that far, then if we look yeah. at the Saints beating them, I think the Saints got a chance for those guys too. Mm-hmm. The way they played last night. When they played last night, I feel like they can they can be in the bowl too as well. Drew Brees, these guys are, are, are made for these type of moments. You know what I'm saying? Your Drew Brees, your Matt Ryan, you got these guys that are built for these type of environments. You know what I'm saying? It's playoff time and when to go home, and these are the type of guys yeah. that you want to go to war with. They they war ready, so it's not yeah, going to be I, easy. I, I, you know? I don't see the Minnesota quarterback being war ready yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't see him being seasoned enough. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and, you know, you get in there, uh, you get stuck in that moment. 
got over here his name already from what you know TV analysts. Now, okay, he he will be a starting quarterback somewhere next year. Do you trade him or Bridge? You know, you let Bridgewater come back and play, or you trade Bridgewater? You know, things like that. So stop getting people. Stop getting stuck in the moment. Because you can have one great year. Your next year, people gonna catch catch you what you're doing. So <laughs> and not mm-hmm. not throwing not throwing him out there. But look at Zach. Nobody could have thought Zach last year. But, yeah. You know, people caught what Zach was doing and things like that, and he got stopped this year. And I, I think, and like I said, I think Zach will be a pretty good quarterback because I think he can see he see what he's done he done this year, and I think he can go back next year and make it better. So. Yeah. It's really yeah. It's about with that with that his excuse would be. I mean, he had a whole lot to deal with down there that kept that on Dallas organization. They was in the spotlight mm-hmm. for the whole season. You know what I'm saying? And. Yeah. With all that controversy he had and his players around him having controversy, it wasn't really the controversy with him, but it was just controversy around his players that he got to get the ball too. And it really kind of, you know what I'm saying, messed with his numbers and, and messed with the team play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kinda affected, that that kind of affected every, the whole squad, the, the Cowboys as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, these type of moments, you know what I'm saying, make – and create great players, you know what I'm saying? So from this experience they got that a lot of quarterbacks won't even ever be able to have, you know what I'm saying? Not that they would want to, but it's an experience right there that he's having now that another quarterback won't be able to have that he can have uh, ups on these guys. That's what Brent Favre went through and, you know, your Troy Aikmans and your, all these guys went through some type of adversities and made them the best, you know what I'm saying, one of some of the best in the league. Or whatever period. Yeah, that is very true. Um, very true. Uh, it's, it's talking about the Saints and Carolina game yesterday. I did see that. Uh, Britt Falls, uh I'm sorry, Britt Fall. <laughs> Drew Green beat the Panthers yesterday, 31-26. Pretty good game. Um, I mm. thought it would be a blowout when looking at it first. Carolina got itself together. But it, it was uh, talking about that. And uh, I'm bringing up a great uh, question that I caught on Sports Center last night. Um, you looking at the game, uh, you know, Cam got Cam got rocked yesterday. He got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So, he uh walking off the field, then before he got off the field, he fell to his knees, and um, I'd never seen him go under the tent to get evaluated. Uh, there ends up like one play, and he went out. And um, from uh, what my question is, you know, I didn't see him get evaluated. He might be, and for him getting rocked, Yesterday, then you know, and then they let them come back in. So, what do you think about it? Man, they put the smack down. <laughs> they put the smack on Cam. <laughs> uh, I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't, 
I'm not anti-Cam Newton, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a Panthers fan either. I'm a diehard Cowboy. But, I, you know, see, I try to rep, rep, you know, rep for the home squad, you know. Yeah. But he just, man, it's his, his style of play. I mean, the Saints, was, it seemed like they were gunning for him, you know what I'm saying? Which they had to. Yeah. They probably do that to anybody, you know what I'm saying? So it was just. Hey man, it's a tough world out there. His line, his line collapsed on more times than he should. They should have. The offensive line collapsed a couple of times, man, that they shouldn't have. Man, they put him yeah. under compression, and that I know that makes it hard for him because he he got to take the weight of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, maybe can maybe next year they'll put some more pieces in play. And the Carolina Panthers, every year they get they give you a good run. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it, it's it's all about it's I don't know what it is, man. It, it's an all star aspect. He's he's an all star true indeed, but Hall of Fame all star, it's just he's not there yet as far as him as a quarterback. But his line, he gotta work with that line he has and and just in the playoff game, they, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. He came yeah. back, you know, so he gave them a boost. Which they almost could have came back and won that game. They almost won that game. They almost won. And, and that's, a yeah. big, that's another big controversy where they were talking about last night was um, that last play that he got intentional ground and he was throwing, um, he was getting set, but he got, he got the ball off. And it was a receiver in the area, but yeah. when he went down, they talked with Tessa Gravity. Coach is trying to explain, you know, there's a receiver right there in the area, but the referees won't listen to it. So my question is, uh, I, I always heard that the referees got a problem with Cam because he's a black quarterback, or because he's a black quarterback or just because who he is? What do you think? I think it's probably got something to do with his personality, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because every time he scores, you know what I'm saying, he want to get the ball to the – which I salute. I salute what he do, yeah. you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know what I'm saying, giving those kids the opportunity to have a football, a game football, you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at him for that. But the referees yeah. might feel because yeah, I seen it a couple of times where the referee be trying to get a ball away or take the ball and put it on the sideline or something, and they act mm-hmm. like they don't want to give it to them. They don't act like they don't want to give it to them to get to the kids. And I feel like he might say a little extra something like, "Man, stop being child." You know what I'm saying? He probably talk a little junk to him. Let me get the football, man. I'm trying to get it to the kid. You know what I'm saying? So he probably yeah. You probably voice his opinion a lot just on that subject. I mean, if he do that on that subject, then I'm pretty sure he does it on on their play calls out there too as well. So maybe they do have a a, a problem with him because not just because he's a, a black quarterback, but because he's a black quarterback that voices his opinion. And yeah, I feel like yeah, maybe they do have a little something against him. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that being possible. Not saying that it's true because I don't know, but I can see that being possible. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just looking at that last night, and I seen some situations, same situations, and I seen that. Uh, I think about two years ago, he made a touchdown and um, he got hit, 
and should have been a um, personal foul. And he said that the referee told him that you're not Tom Brady or um, Peyton Manning. So <laughs> you don't get the ball. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's his personality. I, my my thing with Cam, I don't got nothing against Cam. And I always tell people like this, what I saw for him in the Super Bowl, when he bloody lost the Super Bowl. And the childish, the childish came out of him. Uh, you know, pouting and stuff like that. And instead of saying, okay, yeah, we lost, you know, I don't like how we did things here, we did things there, but we can get better. You know, walking out of the um, out of the press conference, stuff like that. You know, to me, as a black, athlete, uh, a black athlete, a black quarterback, just I understand it hurt, but at the same time, just show, show a leadership role because I feel like you showed a childish role. And when people say, "Hey, you got to look at it. he he lost the game," anybody act like that? And, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah at the same time, yeah, you at the same time, but you at the same time you got to show from we get talked about a lot anyway. Show you yeah. know leadership, yeah, because your your face is one of the biggest face as a black African American uh, athlete out there. But you got, but yeah. you do got to get him. You do got to give him the benefit of the doubt of that being his first Super Bowl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I guess he couldn't he couldn't contain his emotions at the time. So I could I could really can't even be mad. That's no reason to hold a grudge against that man. I don't think oh, he was a young no, he was not. a young quarterback. Period. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. probably any young quarterback probably would have made that mistake, especially if you're going to the Super Bowl and you're losing the Super Bowl. So. They shouldn't. Have. If they do hold that against them, then I still feel that's more race. Well, not racist, but uh, discriminatory. To a simple fact, that they're not taking into consideration. They would take that into consideration. If it was Brett Favre, maybe, or yeah. a Tom Brady, or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Doing it's like Steve Young might have. You know, they had they had outbursts and in interviews before as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. Uh, they can't really say that. That'll be that'll be uh, giving you a reason to be racist. Which I don't think. I don't think that's it. I think it's just yeah. Cam as a person. Cam is a, a a different type of individual himself. You know what I'm saying? So how he's viewed, I, I think people hold him to a certain standard that he's not willing to and shouldn't have to stand up to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he might not act the way everybody's an individual, and he just wanted to give you the realness of who Cam is. You see how he dresses? I mean, you see his style of dress is, is, is different. He's just a different individual. I guess he's giving you a piece of him. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his style of dress is really different. <laughs> so yeah. I think he, he went back to the pimp game days and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, what do you got going on? Yeah, I agree with you. With like, you know, I agree with you on that. I can't, I can't say nothing else about it. Cause he, uh, I just think he just bring that. Just, just, I think he can. Like I, I felt like they could have won Super Bowl this year. I thought, hey, my my Super Bowl pick, you can be that dangerous team that can go. You know, um, yeah, that beat. To go to the Super Bowl, play Pittsburgh. I I really feel like New England gonna make it this year. I think I always thought we Carolina and Pittsburgh. 
But hey, I got to think of another team now, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, and then um, I think '94 for the Saints at the end of the game, his first conference was they was when they when they got him, they knocked him out. They, he was like, "Well, day, we thought we knocked him out." <laughs> So I don't know if they were gunning for him for real or not, but yeah, that was that was his his question, his answer was, you know, I thought we knocked him out, and I think he take KMD take too many chances in that pocket. Um, they know he's gonna run. I think that's why they blitz him so much. Um, I would change my game up next year because he got he got an arm that he can. Pass. I will that running game. I think you take too much of the running game, and you got some decent good running backs that you could be handing the ball off to. So. That, yeah, but that would make him the. You know, what I mean, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That would make his squad. Take, you know, what I'm saying that his offense being able to run it like that. Yeah. So I don't think. Yeah. I mean, he, he shouldn't change it to that. To that degree, yet you know what I'm saying he should tweak his depth of pitch, you know what I'm saying to try to avoid some hits. Yeah, he took some like, he look, look over the last couple of years. Up, he, took, he took some hits. Yeah, he, yeah, he took some hits. <laughs> he took some hits. Mike Vick, Mike Vick took some hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being a mobile quarterback, you gonna take some hits. Randall Quarter Cunningham took some hits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys gonna but take you, hits, man. But good but they point. Big enough, see, they big, they big enough to take those hits. Yeah, good point. But you look at Michael Vick and uh, listen to one of Michael Vick interviews in his last couple of years. He took so many hits. A lot of stuff he said he can't remember. He never told nobody that he had a concussion or stuff like that. But a lot of hits in his last couple of years, so he took so many. He said a lot of stuff he can't remember. So many hits he don't take. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know that's tough out there, man, taking hits like that. Yeah, that's why I say I was. I, I'm not saying he can't don't don't run, but you know, yeah. you know, tone it down that you ain't getting knocked out 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. Yeah, knocked out 24 seven. Yeah, my first time seeing Cam go. To his nigga like that, you know what I'm saying? He got a man went back there. Yeah, he got knocked out. Yeah, he gave some more rubber legs. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, Jacksonville and Buffalo, um, game yesterday also last game. Um, I like, I like, I liked it. People don't like her. They won't know. Um, awesome score, but these these guys was hitting each other. It was a defensive game. Um, they were knocking they were knocking each other out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Buffalo quarterback, what's uh, Tyrone Taylor? He he left with a concussion at the, at the end of the game. So they was hitting each other. What you see in the, What you think about that game? I seen the highlights on it, and um, yeah, it was just looked like a most mostly defensive game. Uh, they ain't scored with ten points, thirteen points total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
in the fourth quarter. So I guess yeah. it was just like a move. Hey, Jacksonville, who Jacksonville got to face next? Jacksonville going to Pittsburgh. They're going to have to put up some points, man. That'll be Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah, they beat Pittsburgh. If you remember, they beat Pittsburgh this year, uh, thirty-three to seventeen earlier this year. Yeah, they, yeah, they did too. They, 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 yeah. yeah, them boys scared of. Yeah, they scared us. Yeah, they were just talking about that too. They yeah. rather play Buffalo. They want to play Buffalo. They want to play uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> Uh, I talked to a couple of fans, and they were pull, pulling for uh, Buffalo yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess they got a rematch coming. Yeah. But Buffalo, Jacksonville, what I saw Jacksonville is a – I'd never seen them play this year, a whole game. Uh, I finally looked at them yesterday. Their defense is hella fine. They, they will scare you. They will knock you out. <laughs> they will blitz you. They blitz you all the time. Their safeties are young and they and they fast. And looking there yesterday, they they could scare somebody. They wanted yeah. um. They wanted a Baltimore Ravens defense from Ray Lewis days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they wanted those. They would scare you. And knock you out. So, um, Buffalo, um, Tyrone, like I said, Tyrone Taylor went down yesterday. Most likely, this is last uh, go around with Buffalo. Cause I think they did him dirty this year, in which he got them to the playoffs. But anytime he, as like I said, and I, I like I said, I love the point he made earlier this year. As a black, as an uh, African American quarterback, you really can't make mistakes in this league because your first mistake can get you on the bench. So yeah. <laughs> they're looking at him. You know, you you might say this probably his last go around in Buffalo. He could be looked at, you know, going somewhere else next year. <clears throat> so I um, even think that. Uh, speaking on that, man, as far as being an African American quarterback in the league. It's just very strange how they treat. You know what I'm saying? It's it's rare for you to have a, a African American quarterback, and then if you do have one, he got to be a top notch player. He can't make too many mistakes, yeah. and they get rid of him. They get rid of him within a year or two. But you yeah. gotta. I mean, it was uh, you know, Brett Farman wasn't uh, a one quarterback out the gate. You know what I'm saying? He took him a while. Yeah. I mean, uh. Everybody took their lumps and and they had a longevity to stay in there. They wasn't winning all the way all the time, but yeah. I feel like it's, it's a little discriminatory to the league. You, I mean, with all the controversy that went on this year, as far as the knee, the um, uh, what the knee taking the knee on the flag play um, uh, introduction and all that, it kind of really put a different spotlight on the NFL and makes it seem like like uh. Well, what is it, a slave a slave ship or something like that? Where they had broken down. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just yeah. going off you know, analyzation of from the outside looking in, how they put it in perspective. Well, you know, the uh, media. You're talking about, well uh, uh um 
I think what uh, Houston Texas on the said that you can't let the uh, the slaves run the ship, something like that. He said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, you know what I'm saying. So they really think like that, man. It's a lot of stuff that you know, little bit of stuff that you see here in this situation and here in that situation, but. If you really look at it as a whole, it's like everybody working together to to, to keep, you know, it's like all the black guys, you know, they they made for the linebackers to get them running backs, you know what I'm saying, to hit, get hit hard. And those are the type of guys that you got. That's what most of But as far as them being a controller of that, that team and making them a leader, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just my opinion. Yeah. I just was observing after that, though. And- and you go to a good point. Um, even Rex Ryan um, was coaching that team last year. He on uh, ESPN uh, Sunday Countdown, and he said when he got fired, they was told he was told to bench Tyron Taylor, and that was one of the, one of the reasons he got fired because he told them no. He's not benching Tyron Taylor because he the best he's my best quarterback I got. Um, they wanted somebody. They wanted to bring somebody up in and play, not Tyron Taylor. So he he make a great point, and people. Uh, I think we were talking about that one night, and how you know. But it is like that. If you're African American court, look, yeah, you are judged to you, what you can do. If you even look at some of these quarterbacks who make the thousand mistakes and. You know, they're never getting pulled. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm trying to, before we get off air, I'm trying to see Eric. Eric Wright, ladies and gentlemen, one of our, uh, he he comes on sometimes and uh, he chat with us sometimes. He's a dupe, 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 dupe. Dookie fan, and I yeah. talked to him last. <laughs> I talked to him last night. I'm trying to see here. I'm gonna give him a few more minutes. He go. He wanted to come on last night, but he got tied up. I talked to him a while ago. He said he gonna try to come on before we get off the air real quick. He got a couple more minutes. I was trying to see he gonna come on. Cause he he said he got some words for his uh, see. I'm pretty sure I got a rebuttal for him. <laughs> so you got a little yeah. word for uh, yeah. Carolina or something. Um, and I, I want I want I want people to watch this today. I understand Carolina lost two games this week, and they're probably gonna be like number twenty three in the nation, or probably worse than they probably not gonna ride the top twenty five. Probably we don't know, but yeah. let's see how far Duke drops today. So they number two. From my perspective, if you you fit or you fail by eleven points, you should fall at least five to six spots. How much more did they fall like two or three spots? Yeah, I think they should. They probably be. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I see them. But you got to look at uh, who else lost in the top. Uh, uh, Michigan State lost number one, number one, and number two lost just this weekend. Eleven of yeah, the top twenty-five 
Yeah, eleven of the top twenty five losses we can. That's gonna play a, a role in how far they drop too. So they probably end up yeah. I'd say if they number two now, I'd probably put them at number nine, ten maybe. I I'll knock them out the top ten still. Oh, we will now. We will. Oh, now you talking about Tar Heels? Yeah, we're gonna be Target. probably be number twenty. We'll probably be number twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I know we will, but I'm just saying. I feel like I was saying this, Coach K. The NCAA look out for Coach K. I seen Coach K have terrible seasons, and I know they should be out of the top twenty-five, but. They will hold them, like, if they lose their number 16, they'll fall down to, like, number 18, and they lost, like, two in a row. So when Carolina number two or number one, they they go down to number seven in the nation. I, I bet you 10000 I bet you money. Duke lost Saturday. They're number two in the nation. They would be the number three or number five team in the nation, and they should be number nine or ten. I'm just I'm just saying, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah. We'll see, man. I don't think yeah. Well yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Leave it at um, the dick right there. Leave it at the dick right there, they probably put him in number leave it if we leave it at Dickie V, he probably put him in put him in number one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they lost, baby. They they over. They'll be okay. They lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. Uh, yeah, because um, uh, the top three lost this weekend. Arizona State lost one day this week. Uh, Duke, Michigan State lost. Um, I forgot. Some, I, was, I don't know who four or five. I think I think it's Texas A M somebody like that. I think they lost some time this week too. So, excuse me. Also, uh, Lakers mount uh, controversy with the Lakers again. Um, Rick quick, uh, Dallas Maverick coach uh, Rick Carlisle called out uh, ESPN last night about giving uh, Lonzo Ball too much of a platform. Um, he, they give him, they go follow, he said they follow him around and like he, he talking junk about the coaches or the NBA coaches and how things are and give him too much of a platform for, um, what he said about, he said about Luke Walton and stuff like that, about Luke Walton and not, people don't want to play for Luke Walton, the Lakers organization and, um, he's too weak on of a coat and stuff like that. And um, <laughs> you think <laughs> you think um uh, you th- do you think uh Lonzo do got too much of a platform? LeVar Ball. LeVar, I really do, man. He created that play. He just came it seemed like he came went, it's like he went to a school, man, and picked up a broom and just started sweeping, man. He said, Hey, I'm gonna create me a job. I work for y'all now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, the guy, entrepreneur-wise, entrepreneurship-wise, I guess he's not doing no no more than that than they would allow. I don't see why they would let him or his son be that big of a deal to the NBA. Yeah. 
if they felt like it was it, it, it's that much of a problem. But I mean, the guy's just a hustler, man. He's getting in there, he figured out what he wanted to do, and he made his he made himself more part of the NBA. He made that. He took that. So I can't be mad. I really don't care for the guy. I don't like his. I don't really like him that much, but I respect his ground. Yeah. And now the NBA, that's their fault for allowing that. If they feel like that's that's hurting their their stock on their brand, or if it's generating more money because it's controversy, you know, you know what I'm saying? Then that's on them for allowing that. But I never heard nobody else's parents, you know, what I'm saying Michael Jordan's mom or Isaiah Thomas' mom or nobody else. I know they did their stuff behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, they tell yeah. stories about, you know, Isaiah didn't tell you about his mama. He used to cuss the folks out, uh, you know what I'm saying, how they were acting crazy, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. just, they just come with it, but never has anyone had the capability to be on national television and speak and tell you what he is going to do, what his boy is going to do, what he's going to take his boy. He dictating what he got going on in his life, so. Hey, shout out to LeVar Ball, man, for being LeVar. He the first to do it. Whatever he doing, he the first to do it. Yeah, yeah so. true. I can't yeah. even get um, mad at him. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I can't get mad at what he do and stuff like that. But what we call out is saying is true. But, hey, if, if I'm making it that way, and getting you know my name known and stuff like that. I'm not how why I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. And the like league, the league must don't have stipulations to go against that because nobody done anything about it. I mean, so yeah. Hey, and they maybe they are giving them too much of a platform, but hey. That's what he got it for. That's what he created. That's what he wants. So, yeah. and the league, and plus the league is getting more attention too because he's drawing attention to the league too. So, you know, working hand in hand, he's helping the league, yeah. and the league helping him at the same time. Yeah, but hey, it uh, it might fuel the Lakers last night. I know they playing. <laughs> I guess I got to look at hey, they played Atlanta, but they played one of the best games last night since you know. He called out Luke Walton and the Wall Ball. He bit some Wall Ball in the first uh, half that he the first quarter he won't playing good. So after then he came out. The Wall had a double, had a double double. So I don't know that was they did. Yeah, it might feel them a little bit. Yeah, they played with that was it one thirty two. They scored hundred thirty two points. Yeah. Everybody played that game though. Yeah, everybody played the game last night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brandon Ingram has like 26. And that, I think he's a key piece of that team. So, whatever he can do, you know, LeVar, you know, you, you you expect him just to do his assist and you ain't looking for him to get like 20, 13, 20 something points a game, but, you know, be consistent, play, you know, be a consistent player. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah one game, man. Get to that now. Yeah. Hold on real quick before we get off real quick. I think he's trying to hit me back. See, he coming on real quick before I get off. Hold on. Yeah, I'm trying to get to that. 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 Yeah, I'm trying to get to
Oh, he can't right now. So, let me see. All right. I'm going to send a request for tomorrow show. Let's see. Can he come on tomorrow? So we can get this out. We'll go ahead and... Um, Like he he had a lot of stuff to say on Facebook last night. See what he can say, you know, on national. Well, I ain't calling in yet. Yeah, I'm he's busy right now. <laughs> so, all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll try to get E on tomorrow and uh, get this out of the way. All right, C's, I appreciate it. Uh, catch you in the morning. So, we'll look at the national championship game tonight. Talk about that tomorrow and see what, uh, yeah, he said tomorrow he will be on. All right, then. Tell him we'll all be right, waiting so on him more. We'll be waiting <laughs> on him, so all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good day. All right, see you have a good one. All right, you too, bro. All right, bro. All right. All right, check out tomorrow. Strange Sorcery, good tomorrow. Big T, King Season, Marvel's back tomorrow. Same back time, same back channel, 830, 530, uh, such a time.